This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. I think you probably felt the same way that I did. The way baseball is handling the pitch clock is amazing. I love it. Games are going to take so much less time. There's going to be action. It's There's no shift. I love the direction baseball is heading. I do, too. So just so people know, too, like the Mets, Mets, first, the Mets first three spring training games, 233, 234, 228. How great is that? It's awesome. So you're going to tell me that a Mets game is going to start at 7 o'clock and by 10 o'clock it's over and I can be in bed? How gorgeous is that? Over. I mean, 7 o'clock, you're done 9.30, 9.35. You get the Wait. post game, you're asleep by 10. By 10. You got to be your first pitch, say 7.10. 2.33 brings you to what? 9.43. Brush your teeth, wash your face, watch a little post game, lights out by 10 o'clock. I'm what not going to have to deal with four hours and 15 minute Yankees Red Sox games anymore. Sign me up. You know what it does, too? And maybe this will change for me when I watch these games. It makes the inactivity of the pitch not being thrown interesting. Thrown being interesting. Yes, because you you want to see the dynamic of how quickly they get it done. Did you see what was the game this weekend where it's like six six bottom nine bases loaded full count and they ended the game because the guy took too long to get into the box. Well, yeah, it was it was a, a strike three. See you later. Right, I love it. Well, I mean, because they're gonna listen. They they've been told like you're gonna just so guys know and they're paying attention. Like you're gonna be. Hard, hard, fast, strict with these rules, and then guys will adapt because that's, that's how they learn. But I mean, the no shift, I love, absolutely love it. And, and dude, and it's not even. Here's the thing, though. It's not the amount of time baseball takes to play. That's not the problem. It's the inactivity that's the problem. And when you take the inactivity, so with all the analytic nerds and everyone else that don't want to steal bases, and it's home run, strikeout, or walk, it's like that's bad enough. But when it takes that much longer in between, like at least now a pitcher gets the ball, guy gets set, boom, it's a pitch. That's even if no one's hitting the ball, at least it's happening fast, as opposed to happening slow and still the same result, which is nothing is happening. Like I'm waiting all that time for the pitch to be thrown, and then it's there, there's no balls in play, so it's even it's even more boring. Base, baseball can be bland. Baseball can be boring. With these new rules instituted, I don't think you're going to get any of that. I mean, games that, that were taking three hours and ten minutes are going to take two and a half hours. That is a huge, huge difference. So I'm going to get more action because I'm going to get you know bases stolen. I'm not going to have five guys on the right f- side of the infield. The pitcher's going to get the ball and actually throw the ball to the catcher. The batter's got to be in the batter's box. You can only have limited number of pitching changes. All these things are, are good, solid things. And I saw a lot of people over the weekend say, you know, I love baseball and I've watched since 1952. Well, you know what? Games didn't used to take four hours. There didn't used to be eight-minute commercial breaks. You didn't have pitcher changes every third batter. This is moving in the right direction. And you know this. You have kids. My kids can't concentrate on anything for more than like two minutes. This will actually demand that they concentrate because the game is going to be rapidly moving. It's great for baseball. It's great for baseball. I see no problem with it. I mean, the, the people that are saying that is, is similar to the, the – well, I don't like the uh, Rihanna performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, stop it. Oh, well, because you're not, you're not losing any baseball. It's still, it's still the same amount of outs. 
It's just it's it's faster. Well, the game's going to be sped up. But see, that's a terrible comparison because you know, it is slows it down isn't. the game. No, it isn't. It's because people are like, oh, I'm I'm losing out. You're not losing out on any baseball. No, I never said I was it's losing out. It's just less downtime. I never said I was losing out. It's just it's unnecessary. Is my point. Well, those same those same people will say, no, no, I I love the fact that there's no there's no time in baseball and I can just go to the park and just relax and forget about everything else and, and you sit can there still for go to the, three and a half hours. You can still go to the park and you can still relax. But it's time now. It's it's rushed. But but you don't know if a game's going to take two and a half hours or or three or three thirty or four. You and don't people know. love that. Same people that don't love the halftime show during the Super Bowl. What? Why? Why is this just go after me today? Because you're nasty. How, well, I was not remotely nasty. I've been loving today. You're mean to Ray right off the bat. I wasn't after everything mean to he Ray. gave us last week. I said what a great week Ray had last week. You called the him fact, a hack. I didn't call him a hack. You called both of us hacks. Well, uh, you know, at least I lumped you together. <laughs> that makes honesty, it better. Honesty broker Dave Rothenberg. Yeah, right. I think that makes it much better. And you wonder why there's nine people at your birthday party? Because I'm making it very intimate, very small. Yeah, right. Maybe it's a you problem. Maybe it is. I don't know how you can. I don't Thank know how. You for being a friend. I don't know how you could be upset about the changes. You can't spend all this time complaining that there's no action and it's home run or strikeout or walk. And, you know, there's not enough guys on base and then complain about the changes that are made. Uh, let's take a listen to our good friend Jeff Passan was on SportsCenter last night, says baseball cautiously optimistic about these rule changes. I think Major League Baseball hopes that it is not opening up a Pandora's box here, that there are significant unintended consequences and that it goes a lot like it did in the minor leagues where it was tested out fully last year and was a rousing success. But I've spent the last week and a half here in Phoenix talking with players, with managers, with executives. And while they're not skeptical, they are thinking, you know, it's going to take some time to adjust. But that's what spring training is for. And the hope is that by opening day, there are going to be far fewer penalties levied against pitchers and against hitters, remember, both of whom with the pitch clock can be penalized for either not being in the batter's box with eight seconds left or not throwing the ball with the clock hitting zero. All right, let's let's take a listen to two players, and then we'll kind of react to all of it. Max Scherzer, Mets star pitcher. Is this a different spring training than in the past? Yeah, obvious, isn't it? I mean, the game's completely changed. <laughs> so there you have Scherzer and Machado, who I thought was going to be a Met. Now that's not going to happen on adjusting to the pitch clock. I'm about to make a big adjustment. I might be 0-1 down a lot, a lot this year, man. It's, it's just super fast. Um, There's definitely an adjustment period is going to be, but... Going down the history books. <laughs> it looked like you were actually in the box. So what did they get you on? Having your pose? So you got to be, so at eight seconds, right on eight seconds, you got to be ready looking at the pitcher, like engaged with the pitcher. And right there, I was looking up. So he told me, he's like, hey, you got two seconds, you got two seconds. So I stepped in as soon as I looked and bang. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it'll be fine. I, I think that they're getting all the kinks out now. When we get to the regular season, everybody will adjust and it'll be a non-issue. It's going to be fine, man. I've been a part of these meetings. We had this, I mean, we had a whole you know, ordeal with the goalie equipment. Goalie equipment was too big. We want to improve scoring, and it was a mess, man. It was like each guy was interested in their own little thing, like this pad I use, so you can't. And eventually we came to an agreement on pad size and glove size and blocker size, and it took a minute because the stuff is smaller, but guys, guys got used to it. I mean, the season starts March 30th. Wouldn't you say by April 15th, you feel like we've had this for years? Like the, it'll be a non-issue? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a problem at all. I mean, are there going to be some are, are guys going to get penalized? Yeah, probably. But, uh, I mean, a, at the end of it, 
like Manny Machado is going to want to go out there and and produce. And he can laugh and be like, "Ah, I'm going to you know start a lot of counts." Oh, one. No, he's not. Well, no, you're not because you're too good for that. You're going to adjust. You speed up your routine. I will say this though, still play. Like I still play baseball. Like there is a feeling sometimes that the at bat's going real fast, and you'd like to slow it down. And now you're really not going to have that opportunity to do that. Uh, so what's the pitch clock? Is 15 seconds with nobody on base, 20 with a guy on base? Right. So if there's a guy on base, you can step out. You have 10 seconds to step out, get in the box, and, and look at the pitcher. Right. you got to be ready to hit with eight seconds. Right. So you, uh, you have 12 seconds to do whatever it is you need to do and be ready to hit if you're the batter. That's right. If there's a guy on base. I, listen, I would make the argument, too, that maybe less thinking is better. I always find the less I'm thinking, the better I play, but, I mean, maybe some guys are different. I think but, it's going to be great for the fan. I would say, But, see, that's the thing, though, is that we all want to believe that, you know, players in these leagues are concerned about the fans. They're not. They're concerned about themselves. And they're concerned with having to adapt to a new rule where it speeds things up. Like, you know, if you're a guy that likes to take a step out, fix your batting gloves, whatever you like to do, you're pre, you know, you're, your pre-pitch ritual or you want to think like step out and think what the pitcher's going to throw and try to that it's not going to happen now. Well, but you still you can still step out. You just can't step out and adjust your batting gloves and, you know, tie your your cleat and you can't do all that, but you can step out. 12 seconds is not nothing. No, no. I I know what you're saying. But again, having sat having sat in these meetings where you're like you're on the committee that's responsible for recommending changes when you when you speak to players, every player is out for their best interest. How will this affect me? Of it's course. not. It's not a whole group of guys that are like, you know what? Yeah, I used to do this, but I can change because it's great for the fans. No, no, it's what's great for them. And once the rule is changed, then they'll find a way to adapt because that's what they're going to do. Of course they will because they'll have no choice. Right. Just like I think that if if all of a sudden now, uh, like you gave the you know the roadmap to to long-term deals in a ton of guaranteed money was, you know, hit over 300, put balls in play. Guess what a lot of guys would do? Start to put balls in play and hit over 300. Of course. They're, they're going to adjust, and they're going to be fine. It's going to be good for the fan. It's going to be good for the game. And you know what? We're talking about it now. right? We're talking spring training baseball, so it is conversational. They had to do something. The game. They had, this, is, this is something that was... Was long past due, man, because with the analytics and everything else, baseball got too smart for its own good, and it took away from the end. Like they, you got to recognize, and they don't. Players don't recognize this. GMs don't really recognize this. Coaches don't. Their focus is for players. It's it's produce so you get paid and win. Coaches, it's win as many games as possible. GMs, same thing. Win as many games as possible. Everyone's chasing a championship, and whatever that looks like doesn't matter. If it's boring to watch, who cares? Devils played the most boring style of hockey you ever started in your entire life. Till they had to, till they, I mean, they had to talk about rule changes because no one wanted to watch it. Their, their concern is not the entertainment portion of this. The reality, what the commissioners need to understand is that, yeah, a lot, you want to get paid the money you're getting paid. It has to be entertaining. And baseball got real smart and it got real boring. Real boring. And you know what? It will be more entertaining because there will be more action. It's going to be quicker. You're not going to have the delays and the waiting and all drawn out. And more this athleticism. W- you name it. Like, I mean, you see some of these, like, now a second baseman's going to actually have to make some diving plays. A diving play. Now you're going to see stolen bases. I mean, guys with good speed, 
There's a four and a half inch difference in the amount that you have to go. That's a big difference. Well, that's a huge difference. That's but a big I, difference. I, I, I still think you know. I still think it's going to have to make analytically still going to have to make sense though for them to to really incorporate it. Well, I think your percentages are going to go up, though. Right, which is exactly why they did it. Because they're right. not going to just—they're not going to tell teams you just have to steal. They're not going to keep the bases the same size and say well, we want you to steal. Because they'll say, well, no. If I'm not, you know, if I'm not eighty percent or whatever the number is, then it makes no sense for us to do it. Here's now, the if the bases are bigger and the percentages go up, they'll be more likely to do it. Is there an amount of times the catcher can throw behind the runner at first base? I don't think so. I wonder if they kind of incorporate that more since the pitcher can't. Can't use the pickoff move multiple times. Well, yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, it's only, it's only if you don't get the runner. If you if you throw over that third time and you don't get him, now it's a balk. Right now, you get second base. Right, exactly. Let's go to Dave in Harlem. Good morning, Dave. You're next up on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Um, may sound crazy, but I want to talk hockey here. I'm a big-time Devils fan. Um, I see we just acquired Timo Mar. From uh, San Jose, what are the, I just wanted to just wanted to throw this out. What are the chances of Patrick Kane waving his no no trade clause and coming to us? Um, to the I think Devils, we got a legitimate Zero. shot. Yeah, none. Zero. He's coming to the Rangers. He's going to the Rangers. You think so? A hundred percent. Yes, it's done. That's why they played with four defensemen last night when Keandre Miller got thrown out. He left. He left the Blackhawks. He's no longer on the Blackhawks. He went back to they Los sent Angeles. Them home. Yeah, they sent them home. Yeah, no. it's a hundred percent. It's done. Well, he went back to Chicago. So yeah. that tra- so that trade is already through a pending. They just going through paperwork. Yes. Another okay. So another question, Rick. What do you? What are the chances you give us now on this cup run now that we loaded up with Team Umar and um, you know we got Hughes, we got Brat, we got Hesha. What do you give us our chances trying to get through Boston and Carolina uh, once April comes around all the way to June? I think it helps. Well, how about the uh, Rangers? Think- it's going to be your uh, first hurdle. Yeah, listen, I think the, I think the addition of Timo Meyer helps a lot, and he's been linked to them for the last, I don't know, month. It just made sense with the, I mean, the connections there with San Jose and, and New Jersey. He's a long-term piece for them now moving forward. It just, it's, I would say, inexperience could, could potentially be a problem. I don't, I'm not in love with the goaltending, and it's also the road that you just mentioned. I mean, you got the Rangers in the first round, but potentially... Carolina, Carolina in the second round, and then Boston in the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, I mean, the East is a gauntlet, man. I'd say whoever comes out of the East is going to earn it. Uh, Battle tested. Unbelievable. Battle tested. Uh, RJ, by the way, how about his little Buffalo Sabres making some noise? Little Buffalo Sabres, man. The team is... I mean, RJ. The team can score goals. They re- they re- what, they put up seven yesterday? Yeah, Tage Thompson's really turned himself into a stud, man. He he got his 40th yesterday. RJ got his 40th. I mean, it's happening for your Sabers. Yeah, it's going to be tight, but just to be relevant is I'm not sure anyone but me cares about this team um, that's listening. But if you do, then know that I'm happy with I, you. I bet you there's more than just you who's listening or has the show on. More people that care about the Sabers, uh, or more people, uh, bigger number, more people that care about the Sabers, or more people that will be at your birthday party. I gotta Listening go sa- to I think the I gotta show? Go sa- I got to go Sabres there. Not we- listen to the show. They care about the Sabres. Don't we have ca- callers who, who all the time try to say Buffalo's part of the, the citywide fan base? Well, they just say Buffalo's part of New York. So is there big... He's got nine people going to this party. By that logic, we should have nine people who are Buffalo f- Sabres fans. At I least. I think so. At least. RJ, they sell at that stadium, don't they? 
Uh, not a ton prior to this run. Buffalo ain't great at home for some reason. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the last decade's been just been a just black hole of horrible losing. But previous to that, yeah, I mean, all the time. Buffalo Sabres. They've been time. mismanaged. They have not been. They have not been run well. And your Islanders had a good win yesterday too. Huge win. That's a nice. They got the win. Every, everybody has so many games in hand on the uh, Islanders. It's shutout. terrible. Oh, another shutout. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We got fortunate that we got the backup, but. Uh, I mean, we talked about this last week. Like, I mean, it's it's going to be a struggle without Barzell. But, I mean, guys have to, like, Horvat and Brock Nelson. And you got to get good, solid goaltending, which you got last night. Got to grind wins out. Because well, you're right, they, they played 63, they played 63 games. And Pittsburgh's played 59. Buffalo's played 58. Detroit's played 58. I mean, that's a, You know what? Honestly, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. That's a, that's a quirk in the system. You can't have teams with five games in hand now. Uh, this late in the season? That's ridiculous. RJ said it, man. This is going to come right down to the wire. Yeah, but five games in hand for Buffalo? It's a lot. How how far back is Buffalo? Like three points? Buffalo's a point out of second wild card. No, no, but how many behind the Islanders? Three. three. So, I mean, if you go two and three in those five games in hand, you're now ahead of the Islanders. Yeah, but way, Rick has said it, though. For None of these guys have played in these kind of games before. I'm, I'm hoping it turns out you know, well for the Sabres, but any any team in this situation, Buffalo, Detroit, like they haven't played in, these guys haven't played in these kinds of games coming up. Um, Rangers fans, listen up. Right now, your chance to hang with me. And RJ, you're going to the game with me? No. Uh, it's it's under advisement. What do you mean advisement? Uh, we'll see. Who's advising? Uh, me. You're advising yourself. That's right. Do you talk to yourself? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, don't go to this game. Go to this game. You have like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. It may, listen, maybe maybe it'll be your buddy uh, Tom Jack Bauer. I know your your buddies with him. Maybe he's going to the birthday party. He terrifies me after the mosh pit. Their name was called Vomit Fourth. He terrifies me because he looks so clean cut, like he's never done anything illegal or illicit. And the man goes to mosh pits with towering people. The man dresses up in latex and goes to the Vomit Fourth. Never would have guessed that. Never would have guessed it either. Never would have guessed it. Anyhow. By, by the way, quickly, though, before you uh, give away your or talk about your lounge, um, that last caller, too. Jersey only three points behind Carolina right now. The Devils for, are how many points? Three points behind Carolina for number one in the uh, Metro. Well, I, I would prefer to see the Devils in Carolina if I'm a Rangers fan. So, uh, Both good teams. Yeah, Car- I mean, Carolina's good. tough, too. Carolina's terrifying. R- it didn't bother me. RJ was very upset with you just steamrolling me right You're there. Rick the Steamroller DiPietro. Well, yeah, but we're not going to get any. I mean, it's pretty much we're hockeyed out here, so I figured I would just throw that in before you gave away your lounge stuff. All right, here you go. You can hang out with me and RJ in a lounge at Madison Square Garden for the Rangers' March 2nd game. That's Thursday, the matchup against Ottawa. Just be caller number. Let's be caller number three. Three, right now at 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a pair of tickets to help me and RJ cheer on the blue shirts as they make their playoff push, all from your home for the hookup, ESPN New York. You know what? You did it seamlessly. You just did a 50-minute segment like a champion. You know what's crazy, though? It doesn't even feel like almost an hour. No, it's great. I love it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. RJ. Yes. What is it going to take for you to go to the Rangers game Thursday night? Oh, you don't have you don't have to. to this isn't a bribing situation. No, I don't know why. I don't know why you're Let's not jumping go. on board to go. Well, do you want me to to pull the full curtain back? All the way back. Mm. Uh, we have a baby appointment to go to on Thursday, and okay. I'm, I the, the timing is questionable as to whether or not I can be there. You have a time. you have an evening baby appointment? Uh no, it's at four o'clock. But I don't know. I don't know if yours that's are like a, this. It does get pushed back from time to time. If, that's a tight window. If if very tight. If <laughs> if the woman that we need to see, uh, <laughs> such a weirdo. She Wait, often. What do you has, mean the woman that we need to see? You mean the OB? Yeah. Well, she yeah. often has to go. You know, deliver wo- babies. We had another hospital, so there, I would say more than half the time our appointment gets pushed back. You know, thirty, forty, fifty minutes. So but that it now, can't be a long appointment. I would think the appointment's fifteen minutes or less. Uh, yeah. By the time. You know, do, I I don't want to set up a, a situation where I disappoint you. That's why I was asking about the time of the game, the start. Seven o'clock t- is the game. It'd be it's puck drop seven o'clock. Be close. I think you should go. It'd be close. So you're not going to go. Santiago's going to be there. I'll be there. Rick won't go to anything. So you're the only one missing. I'll see you there. I should right. be enough. Why are you? Of, you're more than enough for this. But, but you're going to be working. Dinner? No. Oh my God! You got you got you, uh, what, what has happened for you to get over the dinner? An invite to the dinner, and that's not happening. Pretty By simple. the way, tomorrow morning, RJ, tell the people what's happening tomorrow morning on the show. It's it's looking like no, no, it's not looking like this is happening. Are you talking about a friend? No. Oh, we're talking about the outfit. Oh, yeah. Rick's outfit has arrived. His outfit. <laughs> Has arrived, which means he has to dress in the outfit and do a quick little photo shoot for us. We will put the uh, the pictures up on social media. And <laughs> tomorrow's also the day that we will pick the phrase that Rick will have to use when he says goodbye to every caller on the show. I'm going to go with the Chiefs and later. Uh, <coughs> starting to get a cough. I don't know. You're not feeling great? I don't feel great. Take the day. And then when you come back, we'll do it. What is it? Fish? 
Could be a no. couple. I don't know. It feels like this is a Take the week, thick, and then when you come back next week, we'll do it. Real thick cough. Mucus? It's probably really contagious. Hey, you wouldn't huh. want me anywhere near you. Beep. Take the no, day. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm not like you. I'm a real man. I'm 40. I'm going to show up. Oh, by the way. Outfit. By the way, and I look forward to that. Uh, happy birthday to Milo. Eight years old, huh? Eight years old today. I'm a man. I'm 40. You're not 40. I'm 40-ish. <laughs> You're 41. No, ish. No, not ish. A young man. You're a jackass. Felipe <laughs> in Mayapac. Good morning, Felipe. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? Uh, so I'm just curious. On the baseball rules, I think all of them are good, right? Uh, none of them really bother me. The Getting rid of the shift. I'm just surprised not more people see it that why are we limiting defensive strategy? We don't do it in any other sport, really. Sure we do. We do sure it in the NBA. Do. Yeah. Right? Defensive three but seconds. You, you can't camp a guy out in the man. lane. That's why we got rid of the red line in hockey. Try to open up the neutral zone. So I guess to some extent, but I mean, some other things like you're not going to get rid of the blitz because it's making it too hard for quarterbacks to make well, a pass. Then, then I get then I get rid of fielders. They're just saying that you can't have more than two guys on one side of, of second base. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I well, guess let me ask you a question, Felipe. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What what about what about the shift is so exciting to you that you're going to miss so much? Not that it's exciting. I just think that. Well, there you go. But that's the, the problem. But that's the, that's the problem. Though. But that's the problem, though, is that baseball got really, really smart, too smart. And it's taken away from the entertainment value of the sport, which is how they generate their money. I don't need a guy to pull the ball into short right field and to have the, the second base manure shortstop standing right there to field it and easily throw the guy out. It's To me, it's not entertaining. No, they want more hits. They want more base runners. They want more action. And if teams and if guys can't do that because they, they can't hit to the opposite field or refuse to hit to the opposite field, then... They had to. They had to make a rule to, to change it. This was the appropriate move. Alvin and Queens. Hi, Alvin. You're on ninety-eight-seven. What's going on, guys? Love the show. Appreciate you, um, Alvin. What do you got today? Question, my question is, guys, are we a little? I, I'm okay with everything that's happening with baseball. I agree with the changes, but are we a little bit concerned with injuries, though? Like these pitchers, man. In the second inning, you could tell like their heart is coming out of their chest. It's like it's so fast-paced for these pitchers. I, I think we should be concerned a little bit with injuries, no? But why? Be- because mean, because they don't have time in between pitches? Is that what you're saying? You're asking a pitcher, that t- instead of t- telling him to throw 80 pitches in three, whatever, whatever pace it was, you're asking him to do it in a faster pace, in a quicker pace, meaning you know these ar- their arms are going to be constantly – in motion, you know what I mean. They're not going to have time to rest. Well, I, I think, think you're asking pitchers not to waste time. Is what you're doing. I, I will. I will also say this, and I know this. Having to still play baseball to this day, and you watch. I mean, Ben plays like ultra competitive baseball. Yeah. You ask any fielder, they love when pitchers work fast. They cannot stand when their starting pitcher takes forever in between pitches. <laughs> I, I think Ben would worst. be the, the, the one that wouldn't care because he has no issue standing out there and killing time. But yes, for the parent, for the other players, most kids, most adults, you, you, want, you want to see the game move quickly. It, it's much easier defensively to keep yourself in the game when the pitcher works fast. 
Do you think, and I, it's not really something I thought of, that injuries for pitchers will increase because they're going faster? Well, because they have to throw, I mean, they throw quicker in between well, pitches. Well, because instead I mean, of throwing it, five pitches in three minutes, they're throwing five pitches in a minute and 30 seconds? It's still the same number of pitches, right? Right. It's not like the pitch counts are going to change. I don't know. It's not, not something I mean, the pitches have to, Will it force pitches to be in better shape, maybe? Yeah, potentially. Uh, I think that's fair. I mean, it, on, a, on a super hot day, could it be an issue? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. But, but I, I, I mean, think it's overall, like, it, it's, for, the, for the goodness of the game, for, for the integrity of the game, to move the game along and make the game more up-to-date, this is what they need to do. Not all the players are going to like it. And, I mean, there, there are some players that will probably struggle early with it. But, I mean, you just said it. Like, it was to the point with baseball that something had to change. And guys will be now forced to to adapt, to adjust to it. I mean, hell, I mean, some of the some of the adjustments they've made in, in all these sports have cost guys their jobs. Like, how many guys are out of the NHL now because there's no real fighting anymore? Oh, plenty of guys. They've eliminated that. Plenty of guys. I mean, they've essentially. I mean, they, they've they've limited slash almost got rid of the kickoff in in football. Kick it out of the freaking end zone every time. Well, that's what they wanted. That's why you kick off from the thirty-five yard line. Right. Rules had to be changed, and like everyone's going to be affected differently. And it's up to the guys to try to. I mean, is it fair? No, it's not fair. Probably, but it's what had to be done, and guys yeah, have adjust. to adjust to it. But but here's the thing: there's an adjustment for both sides. It's not like the pitcher doesn't have to adjust. It's not like the hitter doesn't have to solely adjust. Each side has to adjust, and they will. You'll see. Will there be some growing pains? Maybe so. Couple weeks, you'll love it. I I, I would bet bet you eighty percent of the baseball fans will love this by the I don't know, by April fifteenth. I like it. I like it already. So yeah. you're talking to somebody that already already needed. They needed a change, and I'm glad that they did. I, I am as well. I do as well. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. What do we got for uh, Milo's birthday, by the way? Some big plans? Uh, we got some big plans. What do we got? Anything you can uh, disclose to us? Um, or is it, is it secret so he doesn't know about it yet? Uh, he doesn't know about it yet. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, just something nice. A little, little get-together. Nice. Do, do, do they crazy. still have parties for kids or no? Yeah, they still have parties. Yeah, like a lot of people do them at like the uh, the trampoline parks and stuff like that. Gymnastics. Oh, you We've guys done having, it at the. Are we, he wanted are we a, doing a party for Milo. Uh we're not doing a, a full blown. Like he wanted to do at a. He wanted to have a skating party, like a hockey party, but it right. just. We had the trip to Boston this weekend. It just kind of got. Oh, oh really? Really? So, so you you're limiting the number of people going to this no. party? No, no, no. We're not limiting anything. He, I mean, he. He's going to have who he wants to have there. It's his choice. He makes his own decisions. It's his birthday. Just like you're 50, you make your own decisions. That in in no way, shape, or form will, will take away from the beautiful TV room that your wife is building. Don't, don't listen. I was asking about Milo. Why, no. why does it have to go uh, back to Because I see my... what you're doing. You're trying to back me into a corner. No. You're trying to get me to say something that incriminates myself. No. To make you look better. No. It wouldn't be. Who's the cat now? Wouldn't be incriminates myself. It would be incriminates me. You see the video I sent you? No. Check that out. What do you? Is that, what is video? that, uh, is that something that's going to happen at your uh, your big birthday? Uh oh. Do, do I watch this now while we're, we're sitting here on the? Uh, take, a, take a peek.
Oh no! Uh, come on, what's the matter with you? <laughs> you have, you're, you're depressed. You are a sick man. You, you, you are, really are. You are a sick, <laughs> sick individual. You, you, have, you, have re- you should get right into therapy. <laughs> Maybe ask for uh, for that as a birthday gift. No, how about no? Let's go to Steve. You're, you're, you're disgusting. How do you live with yourself? There's things that I could have gone without seeing on a Monday morning. That that is one of them. Best part of waking up. Ra- Raymond, who is more immature, me or Rick? What level of immaturity are we talking about? Whatever, here? however you want to define it. Like, yeah, immature. it's 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 very different. Like Rick has the sense of humor, which is immature, but you have reactions, which can be labeled as immature. So, different. who would you say is a more immature person? Uh, your mother calls you Peter Pan. I think it's so very. This is very true. Mean, I, I don't immature. I don't. I don't think no, Rick's you know mother calls him Peter Pan. Let the guy answer a question without trying to sway him. All I do is ask a question. <laughs> it's a, that, but that that can't be dismissed. That's a fact. Of course, you have to throw that out there. How about how about the fact that the word diction was used on the show Friday, and you said immediately, "Thank God, Rick's not here." That's true. Also, yeah. But yeah, again, it was purposely. It, Ty admitted it was purposely thrown out the way he said it. It was it's, on purpose. Yeah, it's different types of immaturity. The, they really can't be compared. You're right. Like I can actually it's, go, it's, it's, function it's like, as a human. It's oh, like comparing human. It's like comparing Jordan's goat status to LeBron's goat status. It's different. Can't be compared. Speaking of LeBron, big scare last night. Oof. That was scary. Said he heard it pop. I was like, oh no. What were they down? Twenty-seven in that game. A huge comeback. <laughs> My God. I love watching Kyrie Irving. Did you hear some of the Jason Kidd stuff after that game? No, what did he say? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, I'm just sitting watching like you guys. <laughs> it's like, what? He didn't want to put a stop to it? <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you mean? I can't take timeouts, though, Jason. <laughs> I Jason, can't stop the, the hemorrhage. Jason, the coach. Might want to do something. Let's go to Steve in Maplewood. Good morning, Steve. You're on 98.7. Good morning. Appreciate you guys. I just want to come at... Uh, at, at uh, Dave's perspective on Julius Randle, and also talk baseball for a second. Together. Get him, Steve. Get him, Steve. I would, I would, yes, I would say that. Uh, I would say that Julius Randle is performance this year makes him the number two star in all of New York sports behind Aaron Judge. But Aaron Judge has to only get four at bats and play outfield every day. Julius Randle is banging it on both sides, eighty-two games a year. Uh, most physical, one of the most physical players in the NBA. If Aaron Judge has a bad streak, looks really bad, striking out, looking, swinging, you don't kind of suddenly say you hate him and he's, and he's awful. Julius Randle, under all the intensity of his game, makes a couple of mistakes now and then, but he's having an absolutely great year. I just wanted to get your take on that. I think, I think you're right. I think that my dislike of Julius Randle is like my own neuroses, and I'll have to get over it. But my point was, I don't, I don't think I'm alone in that. And n- number two star in all of New York, you think is he, is he better than Gary Cole? I mean, I think he's, I don't know. Here's the problem though with what he just said, Alonzo. I think if we opened up the phone lines now, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Oh, what a. Problem. But but ask Knicks fans. I, I think you probably split though. I think there's a people that would make the argument that they, Jalen Brunson, is better than oh, Julius Randle. For my money, I don't. I don't even think it's all that close. Okay, but that's. I mean, that's the point. How can you be the second star in all of New York when there are a faction of the New York Knicks fan base that think he's second on the Knicks? How about Shesterkin? He's 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 above Shesterkin. No, I don't. I mean, Shesterkin just won the Vesna last year. I mean, Shesterkin gave you one of the great seasons in the history of hockey. Right, and that that's not like hyperbole. That's legitimately true. No, he was. I mean, at one point, he was set to to set the save percentage record. 
He was unbelievable last year. I'm not putting him there as the, the number two New York sports star. No, so, I'm saying Sa- Saquon Barkley's up there. Pete Alonzo, Lindor. I mean, look at that. You, when you say stuff like that, it got my, my mind immediately goes to, first of all, I can't wait for baseball, like real baseball to actually start. That's but you just mentioned, Yeah, but you just mentioned, you mentioned Lindor and Alonzo, and it's like, well, I still got Scherzer. I still got, now I got Verlander. Right. I got Diaz. I got Nemo, McNeil. You got a, you got a lot of talent on that Mets team. Whew. A lot of talent. It's very exciting. I got an interesting baseball question for you, too. Can you ask me now, or is it like going to be long and drawn out? Would you like to lead a segment with it in the 9 o'clock? Hey, depends. It, it depends. How much baseball do we want to do in the final hour of the show? I'm not opposed to baseball. Why don't, I love why baseball. don't you ask your baseball question at 9.30? Oh, I like it. Can you ask your question at 9.30? I'll ask you whenever you want. I'd like 9.30. Okie dokie. All right, then. Uh, HT Johnny, hot take in the car. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. As always, a big shout-out to the company. Um, how are we doing this morning? We're doing. We're doing well, I'm doing I great. I'm yeah, shot out well. of a cannon, Johnny. I'm uh, four cups deep, <laughs> ready to roll. <laughs> Good for you. I'm two cups deep. Day off for me. Usually get up at 345 in the morning. So 345? Yeah, I got to get in the Bronx by 545, and I'm a little off state. So, uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's not easy. And I do some overnights, too. So, But, you know, we all do what we got to do to make money. So Enjoy your day off, um, I'll take. Say it again? Enjoy your day off, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so on to baseball. Um, we all grew up in the same era of baseball, I believe. And, and I think this is going to bring back the stolen base uh, a lot more and the excitement of Ricky Henderson, Vince Coleman, guys like that get on base. Back then, you get these guys on base, you used to like, be excited, like, ooh, Ricky Henderson's on base. Like, is he going to go? And you had great catchers like Benito Santiago and that like, cat-and-mouse game between them. And, and it used to be exciting to get someone on base. And now, you know, prior to the changes now, someone gets on base, like, all right, like, the guy's on base, he'll advance if there's a single or, or a double or a home run. But other than that, it was just a guy standing on base. Today, Now I think you get excitement of stolen base. It just brings so much more action. I, I, I can't understand these people who would rather have just dead time with you know what nothing it is, Johnny? going on. You know what it is? And I'm like this in certain areas of life. People don't like change. Yeah, but people. it's but it's but it's you can't say that though. Yes, I can. I can no, say you whatever can't I because want to it's say. no because it's it, it's already been changing. They just haven't made rules again. It's already changed. The game has already changed. But while you watch, don't it. like change, and this is change. So they have what they're comfortable with, and this is going to be different from what they're used to, and that in its own right scares people. Yeah, but who's comfortable with this? I love baseball. Baseball, I like, is my favorite sport, probably more than hockey. If I could go back, I would play baseball over hockey. I love it that much. The, this brand of baseball that we watch now is boring. I want to see great athletes do great things. Like I love when Ricky Henderson and I mean, you name the, the list of names. Like I, I bought the Ricky Henderson batting gloves just to steal bases. Like watching Roberto Alomar play second base. Like I watch athletes make great plays. I, I don't need to see like this this you know walk or home run or strikeout. Like it's it, it's. It's base to base. It's, it's boring, man. It's boring, and they need to change it. And you know what? Good on them for doing it. This is a great tweet from Steve Brzezinski. He's a great guy, by the way. Says Rick's therapist would need a therapist after the <laughs> sessions. That's the level of depravity that you have going on there. Well, I just I was I was giving you some ideas, gift ideas for your fiftieth. Uh, terrific. 
Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.